Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. 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 Money, money, money. Money. All right. <laughs> but DIY. Yes. All right. Uh, let's get right into it. Last show, The Bomb. Yeah, we're kind of building on that subject with this show a little bit. Nah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Why are we building on this? We will. Well, because uh, Cameron was young. And, ah, and this one's and in this college. And this one is in college and, mm. and building up and getting an income and, she and used so a new forth. term. What did she call it? Creeping? Lifestyle creep. That's Lifestyle not, creep. Oh, that's Is not that a new term? term? <laughs> new term to me. It's not a new term at all. It isn't? No. Oh, it's like the fire movement. Daniel was like, the fire movement. And I was like, the what movement? It's okay. What is it called? Free? Financial independence. Retire early. Mm. F-I-R-E. I like those people. They're like, they've got a blog, a podcast. They're like hawking courses. They're like, I'm retired. 10 hours a day. (laughs) They're like, I'm retired. (laughs) Like, no, you're not. You're working. You're just (laughs) self-employed. I'm retired. I'm retired. It's a synonym. Anyways, let's go. Uh, Who's this question from? (laughs) Again? Did did you tell me the name? (laughs) Riley. Riley. (laughs) All right. See what I have to put up with. I just don't know how you do it. What If I done it, I am lost. (laughs) I am so lost. All right. Riley, you got a good question for us. What do you got? DIY! Hi, DIY guys. My name is Riley, and I'm an undergrad at the University of Central Florida in Orlando. I'll be graduating soon and can expect my annual income to double once I begin a paid PhD program. How can I avoid lifestyle creep, and in which categories of my budget should I adjust for the increase in income, if any? Thanks so much. Can't wait to hear what you say. Okay. Uh, Very, very good question and a new term that is... uh, uh, new to me, at least. Uh, so this is when your lifestyle creep. starts to creep mm. higher, expense-wise. Expense-wise. But this could be apropos to getting a new house and you just fill it with more stuff. Or or you start to eat the organics instead of the the generic mac and cheese. Because mm, you've got a little bit more. you got a little more in your jingle. account. And it just yeah. creeps in. It creep, and then all of a sudden you're like... Where did all that money go? Where I thought it, I was just yeah. going to be bankrolling thousands a month. Mm-hmm. Great, great question. So uh, what do you got? Or let's let, let you kick this off. Yeah. So <clears throat> when it comes to lifestyle creep, there are some things that as you progress in life uh, as a professional, as you get new jobs and so forth, maybe start a family, et cetera, that will naturally creep. And so you can't avoid all lifestyle creep. Now, I will say uh, when my wife and I got married, we rented an apartment um, for about eight something a month, seven fifty, eight something a month, and then we tried to basically stay at that um, level of monthly payment for housing as long as humanly possible, because we had built that into our budget early on, and we were just like, we're going to stay at this, and regardless of how kind of our income grows. And so for ten years we did that, but then as we started to build a family, naturally our lifestyle had to creep, and it wasn't so much creep because creep is sort of passive, like it creeps in. We made a conscious decision once we had a growing family that we had to have more room. I guess we didn't have to. We really did want more room. <laughs> Two bedrooms, one bath was kind of like, at that point, uh, we could afford more and we wanted more. And so we made an intentional decision. Now, I would say there are things like that. Housing. Uh, 
I would make conscious decisions on. So it's not, hey, I'm now in a PhD program and I need to look like a doctor, so I need to live in the neighborhood of the doctors. That would be creep. I would say if you can intentionally live uh, still fairly inexpensively and save money for your future house uh, as you maybe start a family later if you haven't already, that would be a good decision. Uh, So intentional when it comes to housing. Most other things in life are creepy. So food, uh, cars, things like that. So if you were used to driving um, a five-year-old Honda, 10-year-old Honda, and now because you're in a PhD program, and I'm really going to stereotype and generalize here. Now that you're in a PhD program, you know, everybody's driving Mercedes and BMWs. You don't need to do that. They're driving Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I drive a Volkswagen. Yeah, you're crunchy. Gosh. Uh, I'm going with you today. I'm man. not beating you up a little bit today. I need more coffee. <laughs> um, so what worked for you before, unless there's a significant reason to change it, just let it keep working for you. If you didn't go and get, you know, coffee at a coffee shop uh, three days a week and you brewed your own coffee at home using Folgers instead of the gourmet beans, then keep doing that. Uh, make sure whatever your life you're doing in your lifestyle fits with your goals. So that being said, you might have some certain goals that you do want to spend money on. Um, maybe, you know, before you had uh, this extra income, you, you know, really wanted to have a gym membership, but didn't because you wanted to be able to, you know, work out in specific ways, do that spin class or whatever studio class that you've always wanted to do. And that's really what you're passionate about. And that would help you stay fit. Well, now if you have the income, go ahead and budget that in and do it. But make sure that the other areas in life that you stick to your discipline and what you're used to, and you're not just kind of inflating those simply because you can. Set the goals, set the trajectory, and stick to it. I'm going to echo that. I'm going to give you some some uh, practical uh, tips on how to do that specifically uh, and speak to, the, to my personal experience within that world. First of all, uh, there, I believe, is a balance that, that you have to strike, you are going into a PhD program. You've been in school a long time. Uh, you are going to be making more money. Uh, there's going to be things that you have sacrificed to get to where you are, and you are going to want to indulge in them. Maybe you have been driving a 15-year-old car, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to get a new car. Or maybe you have been drinking garbage coffee and it's time to increase that. Maybe you have been living with three roommates and you're like, I'm going to spend the money and live with by myself. You know, th- there's some things that you're going to do. I think you can you can follow some basic principles, however, and regardless of what your income does, you can continue to remain on a proper trajectory. These all assume you're following the financial steps that we've laid out in DIY money, meaning you have an emergency fund, you have uh, uh, fast cash, you have paid down you know, unnecessary garbage debt, those, those things. If you are looking to save for a house, that's, you know, that's an expense that you've started to budget for and accrue for. So I'm assuming, or I'm going to say that those are, the, those are predominant, those are the foundational building blocks of any successful financial plan. But going forward, uh, my family, we have always subscribed to a 10-10-80 plan. We've always subscribed to no matter what we make, we are going to give the first 10%. We are going to save the next 10%, and we're going to live off the next 80 Now, as income has gone higher, our lifestyle has improved. We've done more things. I pay somebody to cut my lawn. I don't change my own oil. I have a new car. I mean, you know. Well, la 
That's fine, and that's okay. I've worked hard for those things. However, it doesn't change the fact that I've always given 10%, I've always saved 10%, and I've always lived off the remaining balance. I've not incurred debt to do that. And what that means is if all of a sudden my income changes drastically, my lifestyle can change drastically as well. That's very, very important. So that doesn't mean that if your income goes up, then your 80% of expenses are all tied to fixed income payment or fixed debt payments. Because then if you lose a job or your income changes, then you're in big trouble. And a lot of people, especially doctors, medical professionals that have been in school for like 20 years, and they get out and they make start making four or $500,000 a year, and all of a sudden, they're living paycheck to paycheck because they've tied all of these lifestyle changes to debt payments and income. And then they've got this huge amount of student loan debt that they're trying to pay off. I mean, you wouldn't believe the number of medical professionals making massive amounts of money that are literally living paycheck to paycheck and in certain instances going completely backwards. Now, again, as our income has grown, what really is probably more like is that uh, we're always giving 10% and then probably throughout the year that ends up being a maybe a little bit more through various organizations that we're tied to, things that we're doing. Our heart has always been to give more and that's great. Um, we have some aggressive financial and retirement goals. So I don't know the percentage, but I can tell you we're saving a lot more than 10%. And then we're living off the balance. Um, and we live within a budget. We live within uh, our means, you know, any ancillary things that we do, vacations, purchases we save for. So again, I think you have to set that tone very early and you have to be very intentional. And when you save and when you tithe or whatever it is that you do, give Get it out of your account. Don't be staring at it. So if you are going to live on a 10, 10, 80, or let's say you're going to save 20% and live on 80, or you're going to save 30 and live on 70, whatever it is that you decide, the minute that comes in, move it out of your account. Move it into an investment account. Fund those retirement accounts. Do whatever it is that you're doing to pay yourself first, and then live on the balance. And if you don't have it, if it's not there, then you will definitely help yourself from from getting into that situation where you're creeping into additional expenses and seeing this budget just continue to expand really uh, for no other reason other than your income expanded. So that's how I would approach it. It takes a certain amount of discipline. You can try all these hacks. You can try these, you know, little, you know, cool things that we talk about, 10, 10, 80 plan and paying yourself first and all the rest of stuff, but it takes discipline. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to be disciplined and there's a rat there's a reason that a lot of people are in the situation that they are because at the end of the day, they many of them just lack discipline. So again, be disciplined, resolve that you're not going to find yourself in that situation, implement steps to help you, and then follow them. Anything else to add there? Yeah, I think we said the same thing, intentionality and choosing your goals, not allowing those things to kind of uh, just creep into your life. There you go. All right, and for that question, you get a $25 Amazon gift card. Boom, we're going to send it to you via email. And all she did was send us a question on our email, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Check us out on the Insta, DIY.money. Check us out on our new YouTube channel. You can see some behind-the-scenes things like last show when I whacked myself in the head with this stupid uh, whatever clicker thing here. That's whatever that is, like a take one, take two thing. 
we got to do that for sound. And I had no idea that that was a thing. I had I just thought it was a like a I don't know. I thought it was. A, you thought they just did that in Hollywood I to had be cool. Never crossed my mind. <clears throat> I'm sure there's other people out there that, that never crossed their mind to sync audio and video is why they clap that thing like that. And it has other information on it. Well, sure. Like Daniel is a the family show. <laughs> But you have to go to YouTube to find out what I wrote. And now I can't erase, apparently. All right, let's wrap it up. You've been listening to DIY Money. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.